Hey there, friends of Holy Shenanigans Podcast. I'm thrilled to share that I'll be recording live from the Wild Goose Festival this July 11 through 14. Wild Goose Festival is a transformational community grounded in faith-inspired social justice. It's a one-of-a-kind gathering that brings together activists, artists, and seekers from all walks of life to explore justice and art, spirituality, and community. The festival will take place at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina, and I'd love for you to join me there. From engaging workshops to inspired panels and interactive experiences, Wild Goose has something for everyone. So mark your calendars and let's be part of this incredible community that is committed to making a positive impact in the world. For more information, visit www. WildGooseFestival.org. As one of my followers, use a discount code A-TLE24. That's A-TLE24. And you'll get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. We will see you there at the Wild Goose Festival to connect, to build community, and to work for social justice. Welcome to Holy Shenanigans. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a poet, a pastor, and a podcaster. In episode 87 of Holy Shenanigans podcast, Be a Shepherd, I talk with pastor, poet, and coffee bean roaster, John Stevens, about shepherding, the 23rd Psalm, and how shepherding and making change requires love and respect in action. If you were a shepherd, What would be the most important aspect of the work? In this week's Bible readings, we have the well-known 23rd Psalm paired with John 10, where Jesus speaks of the importance of hearing the shepherd's voice, as well as the sheep hearing and heeding that voice. This idea of a shepherd's voice reminds me of the various ways shepherds in my own life have called to me, like the bold whistle of my dad, that used to call me in from playing outdoors. Dad, the shepherd, wanted me to come in and have dinner. Or the sound of my mom's voice reading Charlotte's Web to me for the hundredth time, especially when I was home and sick in bed. Her shepherding voice was one of healing that also stoked the fires of my imagination. Or another kind of shepherd, the voice of my therapist speaking compassion to hurts of the heart, and expressing points of hope to give me direction for next steps. She is the voice of a shepherd too. There are lots of ways to be and hear shepherds. I think the work of shepherding can take many forms, but that love and respect are essential to its work. True shepherds are, according to the 23rd Psalm, true to their word. They let you catch your breath and send us in the right direction. When you think of a shepherd, what do you think are the most important qualities? Protection, feeding, herding, rest? I don't have firsthand experience with herds of sheep, but I imagine the skill set of shepherding is diverse and adaptive so that the primary goal is achieved, safe, healthy, 
sheep. All of which brings me to the chorus from a prayer book called Servant Song. The chorus reads, Will you let me be your servant? Let me be as Christ to you. Pray that I might have the grace to let you be my servant too. In regards to this song, as we consider the role of shepherds to care, to protect, to call us to dinner, my consideration of all the different ways to shepherd make me want to take and change a word of this song. Instead of servant, what if we used the word shepherd? Will you let me be your shepherd? Let me be as Christ to you. Pray that I might have the grace to let you be my shepherd too. There is more than one way to be a shepherd, and we can be shepherds for one another. As we consider the role of being shepherds for one another, what is the most important aspect of shepherding? Today, pastor, poet, and coffee roaster John Stevens is with us to talk about this calling of shepherding and how love is an essential tool of that work. I am so happy to be here today with John Stevens, pastor, poet, and coffee bean roaster. And I'm very excited to hear about the coffee because I love coffee, Um, but also all that you're involved in. And so, John, thank you so much for being with me. Well, thanks for the invite. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. So there is a scripture in our readings this coming week that is really familiar for pastor folk as well as for church folk. And I want to talk about the idea of shepherding in our conversation. I also want to hear from you um, what you think about love in that context of shepherding um, and all the aspects of what that word might mean. But I thought I would start with a bit of the 23rd Psalm, but from the message paraphrase of the scripture to kind of set our intention for the day. So it reads as this, God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You have bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. That concept of shepherding, I think might be a little bit different than what folks might think of a shepherd. And and I've been thinking of this question, you know, if, if I was an actual shepherd, what would be the most important part of that work with the flock? That's where um, my thoughts are today as we begin our conversation. But I would love to hear more from you. Any initial thoughts about shepherding? Yeah, yeah, that that catching breath and sending in the right direction. That's where I've been kind of being drawn in that text and also in our gospel. The sense of that loving and being loved moves us out. It gives our faith traction when we're called to love and we're being shepherded shepherded did yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah when the shepherd is guiding us yeah um there's that feeling that it's there's there's action to it there's mm-hmm. there's movement beyond it um the gospel has the text my sheep know my voice yeah they know the voice and they respond to the voice and you know responding to the voice is a lot more than just yeah that that's good yep yeah there's actual movement and yeah. so that's 
Yeah, there is. I I overheard this phrase and I don't know where it came from, but it was beautiful and I wrote it down in the context of shepherding and just in general purposes. It said, change making is love and respect in action. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. That's great. Um, Before this, I had just videoed the children's sermon uh, springboard for this from dollar store children's sermons. Yeah. And I was thinking about all the ways, the voices that we hear, that we understand that kind of elicit action. Yeah, I've got four kids, two biological and two step children. And I think about the shows and the voices they know. And like, for me, it's like, I, I think when my kids were young, Blue's Clues was a okay. really big. Yeah. And so when my kids would hear the song, we just got a letter. We just got, and they knew that something was happening. There would be a, there would be action. And so as we think about that being propelled to action today, I would like to ask you the first of three questions. What do you love about being you, John? I love that I love other people, that connection and that desire to know other people. And so along with that, I love that I'm curious. It's the Ted Lasso, you know, this I be curious, you know, <laughs> That's, yes. you know yeah. uh, or that would be Walt Whitman, actually, he quotes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. be curious and judgmental and then asking the questions and, and all of the stuff that I do stems from being curious. There's a lot of different facets in your life that I think you express that curiosity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of my passions is sleight of hand magic. It stems from how is that done? But then more than that, it's the connection that it brings, that sense of wonder and awe and astonishment that we all share about life and creation. I mean, the, mm-hmm. you know, it's the standing on top of mountaintop, you know, we talk about those high points and just looking, that's just amazing in its own right. You know, I was just, yeah, I could go on for on that. I was just thinking about the connection with the 23rd Psalm. The amazement that we have a God that wants to express love and care to be our guide. And more than that, a caring shepherd is pretty astonishing. Yeah. To think about God in that capacity is an amazing thing to be curious about. And it allows and I think encourages curiosity, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's necessary. I don't want to like put boundaries on someone else's faith. But in my experience, faith without curiosity doesn't feel faithful. Um, I have a painting of our cabin that a, a family friend did. We have a cabin in Montana, the family does. And it's one of my favorite places on this earth. And the painting, it speaks to me, but it's not a replacement for the actual thing. There are days where my faith isn't curious, which is fine. It's how I can make it through. You know, and then there's the days where that can crack open a little bit more and, mm, and yeah, risk I, curious. Well, I'll borrow from Leonard Cohen, the cracks are where the light gets yeah. in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that curious place of how can a crack be a space of life? And yet it is. Yeah, for sure. As we continue our conversation, I usually ask my guests, who do you love? But I'm a little curious to hear if you have experienced that shepherding love from somebody in your life that encouraged you to take the path in life that you have. The quick answer to who do I love? Um, my family. And I also have four teenagers, so that's, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, we say, that's a lot. We love them. Yes, we do. <laughs> you know, yeah, and um, very much so. They're all beautiful, uh, unique, and amazing gifts of God. And 
then many times we pray to be reminded of that as they are curious and explore life. Yeah. Um, but for me, a feeling shepherd, I have on my wall poetry that my grandmother, Ma, we called my grandparents Ma and Pa, but I have a thing of poetry that Ma wrote to me that was in a book that she'd given me. A friend of mine made a frame for it. And what I love about it is they've got the poetry and it's there's a poem and a benediction that she wrote. Mm. And then on the piece of paper that she wrote is a coffee ring <laughs> where she set down her coffee cup. I, I don't think it's on purpose, but it's absolutely gorgeous. She was the one at 2 a.m. in the morning. I would have conversations about everything and anything, uh, religion, astral plane surfing. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, I mean, it, we're talking, it was across the board. And I think that relationship, and it was a very special relationship, but I think that really kind of allowed for opening up the questions and the curiosity. Mm. My undergrad was at Lutheran Bible Institute. And I remember my first year there having a conversation with my mom before I was heading back. I was still struggling about what I viewed about homosexuality, what and all that. It was the, well, the Bible clearly says, which we can have all kinds of fun conversations about that. But I was like, well, Paul says it right here. And my mom's comment to me over breakfast was, well, there are a lot of things that Paul says that I don't agree with. Talk about the cracks and letting the light get in. Yeah. It was like one of the first times that I went, yeah. you can question this book. I think that's when the idea of what a relationship with the shepherd looks like. This book helps us hear the shepherd's voice. But I just love that depth of relationship of the, I know I can read Paul and go, I'm going to hold off for a second before I, you know, I yeah. I, I have a few questions for Paul as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't we all? Yeah, like, really? <laughs> Paul is probably going, did you know that that was? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. context yeah. and yeah, yeah. yeah. there's right. all sorts of yeah. things that we could say. But the fact that that curiosity and that questioning is a part of that experience with Shepherd. Yeah. And how Ma was Mm -hmm. a shepherd to you, how your mom was a shepherd to you and helping you crack that open to be able to be, oh, I can, I can ask really deep questions. Yeah. Um, And that's a very loving act to feel that you're in a relationship, you know, with that give and take of love where not only can I be curious, but to know that the person that's listening to you is curious about you as well. um, There's a trust that happens in that. We haven't really spoken before today, right. not, right. and, and I was curious to learn more about what you do in, in your life, but that's my hope that the space on the podcast is that space for that trust and the, that breaking open and um, building new relationships with folks and perhaps hearing scripture in a different way, um, knowing that you can ask questions about it. Even though I can't see that framed poem, it's interesting because some of the things that you love is writing haikus um, and coffee. And there's the coffee ring on your framed picture. So this is why I do all that to ask you, you know, what do you love to do in the world? Um, And that picture on your wall, I think, has something to say about that. Yeah, for sure. I am happiest when I am creating, and that can look like learning a new slight and sleight of hand or or working on something. It can be writing poetry, putting together that. I think in that, the hope is the creation connects us, connects me to someone else. Mm. At a high school job fair, one of the canned questions that they ask is, what's your favorite thing about your job? And mine was, 
having a cup of coffee with someone and calling it work, breaking bread together or showing them a magic trick, those things that connect us. Um, yeah. Well, and again, it goes back to curiosity and wonder, um, those things that draw people together. I think that those things are tools of shepherding that, yeah. that maybe you wouldn't, you know, read the 23rd Psalm and say, oh, a cup of yeah. coffee and, and a magic trick is part right. of shepherding. But it is. There's a magician by the name of Paul Harris. He says the most primal human emotion is astonishment. <sighs> we see it with the game of peekaboo. The job of the magician, and I would say the job of a pastor, a shepherd, a curious human being, is to hold open the box of wonder Mm. and keep that open for just a little bit longer so someone can actually get a clearer glimpse in. And Mm. I love the image that our job as humans is to help people see the wonder more clearly. That feels like a shepherd to me. Yeah. 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 Well, it's that cool drink of water and some expanded space to explore in that valley, then be sent out in direction. If that's the um, privileged space you have as a pastor and as a creative, and I have as a pastor and a creative to give that space and and to point to that wonder and that space that is safe. um, I think that's an incredible gift to the world. Yeah, for sure. If you had a message of love to share with our listeners or the whole world, if they listen to this podcast, (laughs) um, uh, (laughs) what message of love would you like to share with others today, John? Get out of your own way. Love in the midst of fear. It's the story of scripture. Again and again, people are going, "Uh, why are you calling me? What I believe about love is that there is so many ways to express it. We can hear that internal voice and say, what I have, I don't know if the world needs. And God's like, I gave you these gifts for a reason. (laughs) I mean, it's like, you are a created beloved child of God. Now um, start trusting me (laughs) and get out of your own way and start loving people. You know, if we can't trust ourselves... Maybe we can trust the God that we believe calls us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That love and respect is also for ourselves when we're doubting our own gifts. Amen. Yeah. yeah. I have a song I would like to sing a bit for you as a blessing for you today, John. Servant song, but I'm going to take a creative privilege and call it shepherd song. And maybe put a little bit of wonder into something that might be familiar, but also to encourage you in your own work of love and shepherding in the world. Will you let me be your shepherd? Let me be as Christ to you. Pray that I might have the grace to let you be my shepherd too. Thank you. You're welcome. The work that each and every soul does in the world, just as who they are, is so important for creating that space of safety, of trust, of green valleys um, that sometimes we don't want to take a pause, but we should anyway. (laughs) Um, But I hope that our conversation today has been a little bit of a green valley for you. I love it. Yeah. Lots of stuff to feed on. Yeah. Yeah. And also an opportunity for you to share where we can find you online. 
Facebook is the big one and uh, also Instagram. So on Instagram, I've got haiku prayers, haiku underscore prayers is the place that I post those. On Facebook, there's a haiku prayers group. There's Pastor John's Blessed Beans, where you can find my coffee, which I've been roasting coffee now since 2017. So wow. magic wise, I have a website. It's jwmagic.com. Um, and then I've got a couple of haiku books. The most recent one is 17 Syllables of Grace. And then there's a couple others, Haiku in the Key of Three, A Thousand Words, with my son, Peter, who is a wonderful photographer. He took photos, and then I wrote haikus based on the photos. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah so. Do you have a haiku that you would like to share? I do. It's out of 17 Syllables of Grace. Help me find the words that capture my amazement. Grace leaves me speechless. Mm. Thank you, yeah. John. Read that one more time because I want people to let it soak in. Help me find the word that captures my amazement. Grace leaves me speechless. Thank you so much, John, for Mm -hmm. um, your time and your conversation and for sharing all these ways of shepherding with us. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. It was fun. All the best to you in these endeavors of creativity and wonder. As we head out of this lush valley and all of shepherding and go into the world, I hope you remember that the work of shepherding can be done in many ways. There are many different ways to be a shepherd. And all a shepherd is to do is to lead to lush meadows, to find quiet pools to drink from, to be true to our word, to help us catch our breath and send us in the right direction. I am your Holy Shenanigans Muse, Tara Lamont Eastman. Thank you for joining us this week for Holy Shenanigans that surprise, encourage, redirect, and turn life upside down, all in the name of love. This is an unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. Thanks to Ian Eastman for sound editing, and to John Stevens for being this week's special guest. You can find John at Facebook at John Stevens and at Instagram by way of haiku underscore prayers. His books, and especially his newest title, 17 Syllables of Grace, can be found at Amazon.com. Blessings on your journey. And remember, you too can be a shepherd. <laughs>